Utah. <laughs> oh my um so welcome folks <laughs> welcome 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 what a group we have here today uh the uh Always uh, distinguished Carl Moses is at microphone number one over there from the Keystone State of uh, Pennsylvania. Mark, please describe uh, Moses. Attorney Moses is wearing a, it looks like gingham, like a uh, white and blue kind of gingham-like shirt. He's got a tie on with some maroon and, and blue and gray and gray trousers. All right, looking very sharp. Is that good enough for you? Yeah, looking very sharp. Good. Looking and, very sharp. And, and Mark and I jointly commented about how... Well, you look. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, anyway, but, it, but it goes more like this. Well, you yeah. look uh, <laughs> like, like, like I should uh, run a brush through my hair. That's what I said. When was the last time you ran a brush through that? <laughs> he, does look like, he does look like Kenny Rogers. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I should run a Are brush Are you going through. to Woodstock this weekend, dude? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, a little late on a haircut. And, yeah, you know, that, I'll say. That whole combing your hair I stuff. I think you is, should go with it. Just run let it go? with it. Run with it. Go with. Let it go. I, I agree. All right. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, I agree. I just let it grow. Just have a change, like a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to have one. All right. You know what I mean. Now, now, now there's Attorney Devecchio. Attorney Devecchio is uh, Attorney Devecchio to me is the man. Oh you know no. What I mean, when a, a child supports uh, divorce, custody. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Excellent. He's just excellent at it. Uh, Passion, likes what he does, passion for what he does, uh, just good at what he does, that kind of stuff. You know, just like you, uh, you know, well, you think I'm putting you on. You know, sometimes you, you, uh, sometimes I feel as though you don't uh, uh, understand. I really think all those things about you. I think you're like a brilliant attorney. I really do. And I, and, and I think you're really, really smart. And you enjoy being an attorney. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Right. And, and if I was on a jury listening to you, I, I would be listening to you as you were presenting your closing arguments and that kind of stuff. I mean, I think you'd be very persuasive. Thank and that's why I think a lot of times, you know, you, you do quite well on your uh, cases, in my opinion. I appreciate that. I, as I said. Uh, you know, if I was a keep, lawyer keep, on the opposing side, I would probably settle with you, too. Keep up the good work. Right. I, I, I <laughs> now, like those comments. Now, if, I, now if it was DeVecchio, now, you know what I mean? We're going to trial. If it's DeVecchio, <laughs> let me put it this way. If you're a guy and DeVecchio's calling your, your wife and you're getting divorced, you might as well just leave. Give up. <laughs> Take everything um, you got and leave. Give up. Yeah, give up. That's my advice to you. Of course, you represent men and women, obviously. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Who's easier, men or women? It's never gender specific. It's it's not. It's what issues are easier. You know, it's never that you. It's never easier to represent a man or a woman. There's, that has absolutely nothing to do with. It. See now, I question that Moses. You know why I do? Because most men, and I know, and most men, I know this. When they go through divorce, they are brutal. It's like uh, men are brutal because they feel they're going to really get hosed. They're going to be paying all. They're going to lose all their money. They're going to pay all the support. Their lifestyle is going to change dramatically, and, and more so than the women. Well, no, because I've represented men who have gotten spousal support. But are so, those really men? Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. Are those really men? Times have changed, Mister Verb. Get with the get with the times here. There are women. There are career women that earn great main, money. Uh, they're the main breadwinners. Main bre- that that earn more than their husbands. And, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. I, you know, it is the, what it is. Husband gets alimony. 
Yeah, I've I've had cases where I've gotten men alimony. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you have to go listen, Lady Liberty. When you look at this, the Lady Liberty, you know the statue with the scales and it, that. There's a blindfold on that Lady Liberty, so you're not supposed to look at that stuff. You you look at the facts, and that's how you deal with it. One party earns more than the other party, and if there's a big disparity then somebody has to even it up based on how long you're married, whether you're a man or a woman. What's uh, Bruce Jenner's new name with uh, <laughs> with, with that uh, man that went, when he became Caitlin? Old? Caitlin, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm I would embarrassed be, I know that. I, I would be saying to these guys when they win alimony, hey, Caitlin, you just won. <laughs> no, come okay. on. All right. Patty for the lawyers, 729-9977. Go ahead. Patty. 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 Yeah, I met you out of Geneva on the lake. A couple of years ago, you wanted me to climb up on your anthill. I told you I couldn't do it. I had a bad knee. Climb up on what? Your anthill that you sit on, out of Geneva on the lake, out at Woody's. Yeah, and you had a bad knee. What did I tell you then? Yeah, you wanted me to climb that hill. <laughs> well, I wanted to I see said, it. No, can't do it. I probably just wanted to see you see you stumble or something like yeah, that. It was a physical. Yeah, yeah. It was a mm-hmm. physical okay, challenge. I have a question. Uh, I, I've been companions with a 93-year-old for quite a few years, okay? He's quite a bit older than me. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of money. He doesn't have a lot. Uh, but he made me power of attorney. He's very sick. He has a lot wrong with him. And uh, he's under care, my care, caregiver, and uh, the VA and uh, some other help to, you know, just keep him in his home, okay? Uh, they have now put, because he's 24-hour care, uh, he's a veteran, and uh, as long as you're a veteran, they can put you in a nursing home if it's contracted with the VA under hospice, and the VA will cover room and board and then Medicare, and um, his insurance covers uh, hospice. Okay, my question is, uh, when he made me part of attorney, and he turned his, he's got a modular home, it's very nice, it's in a nice park, uh, he made it that it's in his name and mine, but then after my name is WROS, which I know stands, I guess, for with rights of uh, survivorship. Survivor. Right. So that means then, now, like, if they take him out of hospice, then he becomes long-term, and then the VA won't cover him. So then it will be turned over to Medicaid. So uh, then even though my name is on there because it's WROS, then... I have no rights to that. Am I correct? The state would just wipe it out. They'll take it. Not, not necessarily. Uh, you're going to have to talk to a lawyer who specializes in nursing home uh, planning, that type of thing. It gets very complicated. Mm. They have a for- There is a formula, and, and if there is a home, and if somebody is living in that home, even after the other person is sent to a nursing home. Well, I'm not living in that home. Well, that's one of the factors that mm-hmm. are considered. Uh, plus, it, it may not apply to you because you're, well, it would apply, in my opinion, because you're on the deed. Apparently, there's a deed. Is that what you're telling me? And you're one it's of the, the title. It's the, the, the title to the So, home. So you're one of the owners titled. Is that correct? You're one of the owners? I guess. I mean, my well, name's on the title. You've, you've got to take that document to a lawyer. Who, yeah. Well, who, I've called his lawyer, and I've called about three times, and he has yet gotten in touch with me, so I just thought I would... Let me back up on this to get some details. How old are you? What do you care? No, I'm just basically how old uh, are you? I'm like, I'm 15 years uh, 
younger than he is. Well, hang on a second. He's 92, so that makes He's you... He's 93. 77. 77. Okay, yeah. so, so you're 77. Are you two, were you two a couple, like a romantic couple? No. I mean, it was just companionship. He lost his wife and... Um, okay, so you guys would go out to dinner and movies you and... You got it, yeah. I'll all right. Eve on the lake all right, so you guys weren't married... Right, you weren't married or anything. You Did you ever live with him? No, I did not. All right, but why did he... I live next door to him. Okay, but he does Does he have any children? Uh, his daughter died about six years ago of Lou right. disease. He has grandchildren, but they don't They don't bother with him. It, you know, it, mm. it's so he really has no one. Does know? he have a will? Are you in his will? Yeah, I am. But like I said, you know, he really doesn't have anything. They, they, his wife is sixty years. They, they, they had a big motor home and they traveled all over, but they didn't really save much. So he, he doesn't have much in his savings. And what, well. what concerns me is if the state takes over with everything, then this modular home is sitting on a lot in a in a park. And then who's responsible for paying the lot rent and all that stuff? I mean, you know, I hope I'm not responsible. She well, would be if the state yeah, takes it. As a power of attorney, you're responsible. You're you're responsible well, it, to do all those things. If she's on the title, then, a, then then she could be responsible. You have to take that document to a lawyer, yeah. especially a lawyer who specializes in nursing home planning. Believe me, it can get complicated. Oh, but you may that. you may have rights, uh, and the and the state may not actually get involved with the with the home if you're on the title, but. It depends, and I can't give you an answer because yeah. I don't specialize in that area. It's very right, complicated. And I, I just, you know, I'm not going to use my my savings for all. No, of no, no, no. Here we go. I mean, if he if he dies, then it's her. She gets it. Right. If, if he if dies, he's not no, in but, a nursing home, right? But, but think about it for a home. second. If he dies, you get it. You would still pay all the fees, and then you could sell it, and the money would be yours. Okay. All right. All right. I now, if he goes to a nursing home. The nursing home might. Uh, who knows where that where that could go? Well, yeah, the issue. Was, the like issue is. Yeah, don't, ma'am. The issue. Listen to Moses. Quiet. The one of the issues is if he goes to a nursing home, uh, and if he has an asset mm-hmm. that the government feels it has a right to credit as against. Uh, whatever they pay for the nursing home, mm-hmm. then then they may not pay for a certain period of time that he's in that nursing home. But again, there's a formula, uh, and it really depends on the facts. Yeah, so, it gets so, complicated, and then you get Medicaid, and Medicaid, yeah, you know, they, right, they will right. not, as long as he has any assets, they you know, well, don't keep charging him. I know it goes on and uh, on. Bottom, bottom line is, we can't answer that question. Yeah, You've got well, to see somebody I'm who's... I have to go to his lawyers, and I guess stand out in the porch and cause a scene, because... Well, you, you know, guys should have probably gotten married anyway. You know what I mean. What? Nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. Yes, you did. <laughs> Addie knows. Well, maybe uh-huh. you should have married the guy. Well, what are you talking about, Miriam? No, get out of here. All right. I mean, uh, you know, were you guys romantically involved? Crazy? No. Really? No. Well, that's a perfect. Really not. No. Well, then that's the perfect marriage. Strictly no. <laughs> no. All right. What's so complicated about seeing a lawyer who yeah, handles that type of uh, it's yeah, a situation? Well, if I don't hear from his lawyer. I guess I'll have to call someone else right. because uh, I'm not going to be stuck. You know, right. with all of this and be. Oh, no, you're not going to get stuck. Listen. Is he of sound mind? Uh, 
Yeah, so so. He's got dementia. He's got vascular mm. dementia. So oh, okay. It's just bad. Well, uh, I, I don't know if I believe her because if you'd ask my wife uh, if I'm of sound mind, she would hesitate and say, oh, "Yeah, well, he's got." I a- mean, as power of attorney, depending on what kind of instrument you signed, you have a right to sign and there and and to to sell and to. Uh, you know. Right, no, that was another thing. Now that you said that, yeah. <laughs> would I have the right? Okay, he's in there now under the VA. Okay, uh, would I have the right then to sell this uh, modular home? You I... get you get to step in and act on his behalf if right, he's of sound mind. If he's not of sound mind, mm-hmm. then it gets really complicated. Do what mm-hmm. Moses said before you do anything. See, uh, just pay a fee and see a lawyer and use your head. Okay. Yeah, boy, yeah well, it, you know it, this lawyer. He took uh, his money when he made okay. his will to try. To get a hold of them. All right, dear. Got to go. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Good luck, Addy. Oh, she's she's driving me crazy. <laughs> you asked her to you climb know, up an anthill. You know, it's like right. it's like most of these cases. It boils down to the document. She's talking about a document. She's rather vague about it. Whether it's a deed, whether it's a title, uh, the power of attorney. It might depend on how that is drafted and what it says. Right. So you really got to show somebody who's experienced in that area the document. That's pretty technical opinion. stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Wait a second. But uh, before I do the commercial, Dr. Shofigliano, how would you describe Carl Moses uh, when you come in? Very distinguished uh, gentleman. Would you not agree, Dr. Uh, Figliano? Absolutely and impeccably dressed. Impeccably dressed. See, Thank I just you. want I, I return the compliment to you. And, and then oh, when, when I, 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 I see the doctor outside as I walk from your Right, right walk down the office, yeah. yes. When Moses yeah, leaves the I'm studio, impressed. he usually turns to me and says, See you later, loser. Oh hi, Doctor Figliano, he <laughs> says to you. Now how would you describe Mark DeVecchio? He's just like uh just a v- extremely handsome young man. Would you not agree, Doc? Very handsome, very distinguished, very knowledgeable. Wow, thank you. That's Doc. a good comment. You were really putting her on the spot there, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I love listening to your show. I mean, I I just finished with patients, so I didn't get to listen yet today. But I learned so much about property and divorces and child support and your show is very educational and i mean that sincerely and you and you realize that uh, you want nothing to do with any of that stuff because it's so <laughs> right, co- so right. complicated count, count my blessings every day <laughs> right, exactly right <laughs> let's talk to dr cheryl figliano she's with the centers for hearing care they, as i like to say they are the best at what they do folks let's just cut right to the chase if you need a hearing aid and or your ears tested. There's so much. If you've got diabetes, if you're going to get chemotherapy, you need a baseline hearing test. If somebody in your family, your mom or dad or grandparents aren't hearing very well, you need to go to the Centers for Hearing Care because they're audiologists, because they don't sell you anything. They, 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 they look, diagnose your issue. They say, here's the suggestions. Try them all out. See which one you like best. That's how you should be treated. Right, Doc? Absolutely, and I appreciate all those compliments. I mean, our staff is amazing. And and as a reminder, we are the local providers for Anthem Senior Advantage. If you have that plan, Anthem Senior Advantage, you can come in and get hearing aids covered 100%. And all seven of our offices are local providers for that plan. So apparently Anthem thinks that we are the place to come, and I and I appreciate that and we treat every patient with white glove treatment all right it's the centers for hearing care what's the website and what's the number for the boardman location the center for hearing care is uh i'm sorry centers for hearing is our website 
And our phone number, 330-726-3339. Right. That's for the Boardman office. They'll direct you to the one closest to you. Thank you, Dr. Figliano. Thank you. All right. That's Dr. Cheryl Figliano, Centers for Hearing Care, News Radio 570 WKBN. See, she gave the inside uh, snapshot of you two gentlemen. I think you were egging her on a little bit. <laughs> well, if I was egging her on, I'd want her to say something uh, nasty. Now, wait a second, Mark. I think she's very accurate. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> really? Uh, she's very accurate. You know, yeah. well, I mean, you know, you got a nice tie on there tonight and a nice, uh, what, yellow shirt, yellow tie and that kind of stuff. You look like a canary. It's white. It's a white shirt. It is? Yes. <laughs> Oh, oops. You better get your eyes tested. You might be colorblind. <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. Is it? And it's not like it's an old shirt or anything. It's pretty new. It's I, think, I think his hair got into his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it into Willie Nelson. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's just a matter of time. That's all that matters. All right. Uh, it's uh, doc- Dr. <laughs> Dr. Carl Moses. God, Dr. You're, Laurel you're, Carl you're Moses. Going for, yeah, Dr. Lawyer. I, I, I'm, Doctor I'm, of Laws. Right, right. I mean, for a minute there, I had a flashback of, of. Seriously, that is the title, Doctor of Laws. That really is an official title. No, it's Esquire, isn't it? Well, that too. That's the, the degree we get the degree is a doctorate, is a doctorate of, law. of Laws. Yes. Yes. That's the degree? So you were. Yes. See, see it's how a doctorate degree. He's accurate again. Yeah, without even knowing. But I can't call you Doctor Moses. Well, no, I don't want you to. But yeah, where's the term Esquire come from? I mean, that's a weird term. When I hear Esquire, I think of something with horses for whatever reason. (laughs) But but they say Esquire as opposed to attorney. Carl Moses Esquire. Mark's looking that up to get a historical perspective on it. Yes, you know, uh, as opposed to attorney, some people say Esquire. Yeah, sure. It's just. Derived over the years, over many, many, many years. Or but, counselor. Uh, Mark, Mark can enlighten us in a minute here. I don't think he's going to enlighten he's, us he's, at all. I, I'm amazed at how quickly he can use that cell phone and get information. Right. I've never seen a guy so, uh, so quickly do that. But Esquire is an interesting thing for attorneys is all I'm trying to say. Let me get a phone number out. If you want have a legal question, we're here till 6 tonight. Give the boys a call. 729-9977. Child support. Divorce, custody issues. Uh, you got any issues with those? I got the best guy sitting right here. He'll give you some advice and answer your questions on child support, divorce, custody issues. That's attorney Mark DeVecchio, 729 9977. 729 9977. We'll get you through to attorney DeVecchio. And of course, attorney Moses, dog bites, auto accidents, uh, anything and everything, he will answer as well when it comes to any other aspect of the law. Call him, three lines in Youngstown, 729 9977. We'll get you through to the attorneys here tonight, 729 9977. Uh, we'll get you through toll-free, 1-800-777-5700, 729-9977, or 800-777-5700. If you have a legal question for these guys on uh, any any aspect of the law, you'll take on all comers. Obviously, Moses has practiced in all these type of areas over his uh, 50 years of practice, right? You're right. Exactly. You're accurate again. 50 years. Yes. Think about that. That was just this year. You celebrated 50 years as a lawyer? Yes. That's a long time. Long time. Shoot. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about as long as I've been on our, this earth. <laughs> Think about that, and he's been practicing all that time. And here yeah. you are sitting next to him. Look at how quickly your career has materialized to where you're sitting next to yeah. a, a guy that's practiced for 50 years. Just a young whippersnapper. Right, but it says something great about your career, something terribly horribly about his. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how to, uh, how to, how to take it, that kind no, of stuff. Oh, come on. That's funny. And guess who, yeah, and guess who uh, uh, little Laura Verb... I shouldn't say that she's going to be 21. Was uh, was uh, had dinner with last? I think it was Saturday or Sunday. Who? Of all people. Well, first uh, she had dinner with her uh, with with her with uh, her uh, one dear friend Rosie, uh, the uh, daughter of uh, David Beatrice. Yes, yeah. and Attorney Beatrice himself. Nice. Yeah, up uh, up in uh, Sandusky. Nice. Yeah, it was it was very nice, and I and Laura called me, or uh, actually Dave sent me a snapshot. Look who's look who look who I'm eating dinner with. Did he pay at least? And, uh, and you know what I said? I says Laura, if he orders spaghetti, take I want picture. you to take a picture <laughs> and hit the video on your phone. I want the video. He got asparagus. Oh man! Right, asparagus. Uh, oh, I felt so bad for him. Jeff, for the lawyers, you're on News Radio 570 WKBN. Hello, Jeffrey. Yes, hello. I'm calling about a slip and fall in a grocery store. I fell almost two years ago in a grocery store, and they haven't compensated me yet for my medical and pain and suffering. Where, where did where did and it I have help? a witness? I have two oh, witnesses. Hang on, hang on. I got the headlines. I'll come back to you right after this. News at 530, then we'll be right back. All right, let's uh, go to the Boardman Subaru home run payoff inning on News Radio 570 WKBN. And I tell you what, we're going to do, David. We're going to take the second caller right now at 729 9977. We'll take our second caller. And if the tribe hits a home run in the second inning tonight, second caller, tribe hits home run in the second inning, you'll win a pair of tickets to a future tribe game. Call right now, 729-9977, 729-9977. If you're our second caller in a Tribe Hits home run in tonight's second inning, a pair of tickets to a future Tribe game on the Boardman Subaru uh, home run payoff inning. So that's going to be the case. Uh, we'll let you know when we have that. Dave, just give me a heads up when we have that so that we can free some lines up then for our attorneys. All right, Jeff, you called me on this before, have you not? Yes, I called you on this before, and... Nothing seems to get resolved. All right, let me ask you some quick questions. How long ago did this happen? June of 2016, June 12th. All right, so you're coming up on... Two years. Two years. Do you have a lawyer? Yes. And what does your lawyer say to you? He said that it's coming along with the... I have a witness. Okay, I, I, I don't care about that. I'm asking, what is your, you have a lawyer representing you on this, correct? Yes. And he says it's coming along. What is he doing for you? Well, he's going to file a lawsuit. Well, he has two years to do that, doesn't he, Moses? If he, yes, yes. If there's a statute of limitations. Yeah, he's yes. better, better file in the next 12 days. Yeah, because. And what does that mean, to it mean, file it means it start it, it means that it starts a a lawsuit a cause of action which could then take uh any length of time it could take a year it could take less it could take more 
or it could be settled even after the lawsuit is filed. But it tolls, T-O-L-L-S. It means it puts a stop to the running out of the time so that you don't have to worry once the lawsuit is filed and the other party is served with the papers, you don't have to worry about the time running out on you. Do you understand? Then you have time to try to settle it or proceed to eventually a jury trial or an arbitration or or a settlement. That's the best I can describe it to you. All right, so you need to be talking to your personal lawyer on this and find out if and if he's going to file a suit. And I'm not picking any. If he's going to file a suit, he's got a particular time frame, or if he thinks you're nuts and he's not going to do that. I mean, you better find that out, right? Yes, and it costs the company money to go to court to be sued? Sure, the, the, the company that you're suing will have to hire a lawyer unless it has an in-house counsel that it pays a salary to. But normally they would hire an outside law firm to represent the company. Right. What was your injury again? I, I should remember this. I slipped and I fell. Okay. What did you hurt water. though? Okay. So what? What did you What did you break? I hit my head. I can tell. Uh, and And what was the damages as a result of that? Oh, they were extensive injuries. Did you go to the hospital? Yes. Did you have uh, surgery? No, I didn't. How long were you in the hospital? Two days. Well, uh, and what did they do for yeah. you? They just relieved the bleeding and the swelling. Wow. And that was it? And that was it. And how much money are you seeking? Do you have any idea? It's worded that it'll be over 25000 is this in Pennsylvania? It's in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got a lawyer. You should be asking these questions to your attorney as to what's going on with it. And if he filed a suit, and I mean, you really need to get moving on it. I mean, you should have these answers. If you don't, uh, are you calling your attorney? Is he calling you back? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, no, then, that's, what the, that, that's where you seek your answers. You know, because you've called me on this like three times. You might not remember because you hit your head, but uh, needless to say, you've called me on it numerous times. Things will start picking up once he files the lawsuit. Then things pick up a little bit of steam because you once it's filed, once you start, now you have an end date. This thing's going to be set for trial. So you're either going to settle it, as Attorney Moses said, or you're going to go to trial. And trials cost everybody money. Right. And keep in mind, caller, things don't happen necessarily overnight. It may take time because after the lawsuit's filed, there is what's called discovery. That means the other side has a right to take your deposition, for example. That means question you under oath or send you interrogatories, written questions that you have to answer. Or they may also, uh, and they may also, the other side may also send you to a doctor of its choice to be examined, to make sure of what your injuries are and whether they're related to this fall-down incident. So it could it could go on for a while. I just find it hard to imagine. Thank you, caller. I find it hard to imagine. He was in the hospital for two days. I mean, I mean, well, t- uh, when he, I said, what were your injuries? He said, extensive. When I said to him, okay, so what does that mean? Well, I was in the hospital for two days. So if you had extensive injuries, wouldn't it be more than two days? Well, if you have a, bl- a brain bleed... I mean, that's pretty serious stuff. It could clot. It could cause all kind of problems. So they got to relieve that pressure. 
In so, two days. But I'm, well, he's in the hospital two days. No surgery or anything like that. I mean, how bad were the damages? I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have something well, coming. Well, he. Right? It's, it's hard to tell whether he's saying he was bleeding because of a cut or whether it was a brain bleed. Yeah, a brain bleed and, and a and cut are he, two different things. And if he had a brain bleed, he probably had a concussion, which means that a concussion can be a permanent type of thing. It can be an ongoing type of thing that wouldn't necessarily require hospital treatment. He may have to have treatment outside of a hospital by a neuropsychologist, something like that. So it doesn't uh, necessarily have to be a hospitalization. You know what troubles me most about his call, seriously, is that he should know all these answers with his lawyer. He should say, my lawyer has filed a... He should know. Did, did, sure. did my lawyer? He should say, my lawyer filed a, a lawsuit. He should know what the statute of limitations are. And if he hasn't filed one, why haven't you? And do I not have a case? Right. He should know all of that. Take an calls. active role in my, your case. My, my advice to him would be, I should have said this when I talked to him, Make an appointment with that lawyer and sit down and have a set of questions ready to ask and get the answers. And whatever you don't understand, any answer that your lawyer gives, if you don't understand it, don't pretend to understand it. Ask the questions. Ask the questions. No matter how simple the question may be, you need to understand. You need to take an active role in your case. Right, and if the lawyer would say to him, hey, I don't think you have a very good case or whatever, then... Yeah, then you just have to listen to the then, answer. Then you accept to, that yeah, or you go get another to. lawyer. Right, exactly. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say to, the, say to him, and it seems like... Fall-down cases are not simple cases because many times they're opposed and they're contested because there are two parts. One, you have to prove fault on the part of the store, for example, and then the second part is proving damages, but you have to say or prove that the damages are related to the fault because he may have pre-existing conditions, for example, but fault is not easy to prove in a fall down case. For example, if he's walking negligence, if he's walking in, let's say a grocery store, which might be the case here. And I think he claimed he slipped on some water, water. The, The question is, did the store have notice ahead of time for some period of time to give the opportunity for the store to clean up that water because you have to prove notice first. Mm-hmm. Now, he has a witness, and I think I gave this example the last time he called. I had a case once where it was snowing out, slushy out. People were tra- traipsing water inside the store, and there was a pool of water just inside in the lobby area, and my client slipped and fell in it. Well, they argued, well, we didn't have notice of that. Well, I found out that there were cash registers right there within maybe five feet of this puddle of water. The argument I made was you had to have notice because there were people at the cash registers five feet from the puddle of water. The puddle of water was a large puddle of water. So that proved the notice factor, you see. Now, if he's walking around an aisle in a grocery store and he, and he turns the corner and slips on a puddle of water, how does he prove that the store had notice of that water for a period of time? Right, to but do I'm, anything about it. Yeah. But even in your particular case, couldn't the store counter that by saying, listen, it was snowing outside. When people come in in boots, there's going to be water on the floor. I think the store has a pretty good case. I, everyone thinks if they slip and fall, 
in the wintertime because of snow or ice or something like that, oh, I get a big settlement. Sometimes they are hard cases, and they should be hard cases. It rains. People are going to track water into a store. It snows. People are going to track snow into it. You can't stop some people from doing this stuff. My argument in response to what you're saying is that this was a large pool of water. So the argument was that had to have been there for a period of time. Mm Mm-hmm. But I understand Did you what you're win? saying. Yes, we settled. Okay, so that's a win. Yes, absolutely. And uh, but, I can but see you, that but, with you. But, but you're you're correct in what you're saying. They're not easy cases, and that that is a argument. Now, if that had been a small, just a wet area, your argument would be a very good argument. Well, I'm just a guy that's a realist about this kind of stuff, yeah. winter and rain and this kind of stuff. Sure. And I and I, you would not want me on a jury. I'd be fair on a jury, but I think a lot of people are out to get something for nothing. But I'd be fair. But I think a lot of people are out to get something for nothing. And I'd say, unfortunately, not a lot of people. I think a lot of jurors do make that connection. Like you know, this guy has unless you could show a broken bone, some substantial injury. Uh, tissue, you know, like tissue issues and and oh. and sore muscles and things like that. Sometimes juries say, "Listen, my back hurts every day. Nobody's paying sure. me anything." So right. yeah, you're yeah, that is. You uh, better be in a body cast in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah jury verdicts have gone down in this. Yeah. State. See, that's yes. the damage issue. Your argument to me before was the liability or the negligence issue, because if I can't prove notice, I can't win the liability part of the case. But let's say I win the liability part. Then you get to the damage issue, which is what Mark was talking about. If the jury can't see the damage, like a broken bone in an x-ray or something like that, then if if that witness doesn't make a good impression on the jury, then it's really tough to get a jury to give money damages. Yes, It's not easy, not and it, easy. nor should it be, right? Right. I mean, I learned this much, gang, from Moses. A slip and fall cases aren't easy and nor should they be medical malpractices cases aren't easy nor are they sh- nor should they be right i mean yes. this is just uh, and uh, auto accident cases aren't easy either everybody thinks if they get in an accident they're going to get some settlement or something like that and that's not the case either right yes I, I don't think there's any kind of litigation that's easy that's right and you it know? shouldn't be right and, you know, you always hear people talk about all this frivolous litigation. Didn't you tell me once, Moses, if it's a frivolous case, you guys don't take it because you don't want to waste your time? Certainly. Or money, because the clients usually want the lawyer to advance the cost money. Which yes. is significant on medical Can cases. Be, sure. Oh, yes. And it violates yes. the rules yes. of ethics. We're not allowed to, to promote a frivolous lawsuit. Correct. Right. And, and likewise... In an auto accident, do you have to? Uh, uh, well, that would be covered by the insurance, your medical procedures, or something like that. I'm not sure what you're asking me. I'm not sure I'm what I'm asking either. <laughs> so that makes two of us. I I made a statement, and I'm not sure. I think I'll take back my comment before about how accurate you are. I'm all confused. Yes. I think that's the long hair. It might be, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are the best. <laughs> they really are. Attorney uh, Carl Moses is here. He's from the Keystone State of Pennsylvania. Attorney Mark DeVecchio is here. It's a Thursday night legal show. They're going to be here another 15 minutes. If you've got a legal question or comment, give them a call right now. 
Mark Sebesta, you got a problem with child support? Is that bum paying it, not paying it? You think you're paying too much? Child support? Uh, I, I always love child support and divorce questions. So if you got one, give me a call. 729-9977. 729-9977. Any other questions as far as uh, slip and falls, dog bites, all that kind of stuff? You name it. Uh, Moses to take on those callers. 729-9977. 729-9977. Or 1-800-777-5700. Either way, to get you through the legal show. If you're out of Pennsylvania, Moses is uh, licensed in Pennsylvania. Mark's licensed uh, in Ohio, so they can answer for either state. Now, if you're, calling me, if you're calling me from Indiana, you're out of luck, because neither one of them are, are any of you licensed over there? No. No. How about Florida? We have offices in Florida. No, either one of you two. No. Not licensed. How about West Virginia? No. Alaska? Alaska, I am, strangely enough. (laughs) (laughs) Specialize in whaling litigation. (laughs) (laughs) It does. All right. uh, Honestly, I mean, you got to be licensed, gang, in each state that you practice uh, law in, apparently. like Moses was licensed in the original 13 colonies, oddly (laughs) enough. Uh, James, you're on the air with the attorneys. Hello. Yeah, hello. Uh, I have a problem that I'd like to get solved. Uh, last summer, I had contracted with someone uh, to repair my roof uh, uh, because it was damaged. Yes. Uh, I filled out a contract with him. I gave him a, a down payment. He parked the uh, roofing material on, on my lawn. But after that, I heard nothing from him for several months. I tried to call him three or four times. He never answered my phone. Uh, so I went to the Better Business Bureau uh, to complain. Uh, they wrote up him. They sent the, a letter to him. He never responded to the Better Business Bureau. Uh, so therefore, I went to, and filed a complaint with the police. And uh, they said to go to the small claims court. I went there. I, I filled out all the paperwork. Uh, they sent a letter to him. He never responded. You know, that's just a letter that they sent. Uh, so... Um, what happened was I uh, I went to court. The court gave me judgment against him. He never showed up at a small claims court. Now, what am I supposed to do? I can't hire a lawyer because it would cost me a lot more than what I would be able to collect. Can I go mm. to the police station and file a what, report? What state? What state are you in? Uh, Ohio. Okay. Let, what? I was I, just going to come. I'm right here in Campbell. All right, uh, I'll let Mark answer that, but if it were in Pennsylvania, it's probably similar to Ohio. Um, it, it sounds like there's a potential to file a theft charge against him. That's a criminal charge. Uh, or contact the attorney general of the state uh, because it sounds like it's a misrepresentation or a fraud type of yeah, situation. Yeah, I don't know that it's a a, a, a theft. The, the police, you already went to the police. They told you to file a small claim. So, yes. um, you know, you could contact the attorney general. They have some ad, advocacy programs for consumers uh, that have been wrongfully taken advantage of. So um, they may have something available for you with the attorney general's office. You could try to get your judgment certified and then send it out all the to try to file a lien on any bank accounts that he may have on any uh, property that he may own try to see if his if his name appears on any property if his it, you could have a debtor's exam try to get him to appear 
to testify as to whether or not he has any bank accounts. Did he leave equipment on your property? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Did he leave equipment on your property? Yes, he did. Uh, but I called him up and I told him come and take it away, and he did. Oh wow! You should have held yeah. on to that equipment. I might further comment that uh, the police generally just don't want to get involved in small items, small cases, what they consider small cases. However, however, uh, you, at least in Pennsylvania and maybe in Ohio, can file a private criminal uh, complaint because if this man uh, had the intent to take your money and not do the work, that can be categorized as a theft, in my opinion, at least arguably. And if the police won't file, there may be a way of filing a private criminal complaint. And with the with the uh, district, what, what kind of, you don't I'm, think so much? No, I've never, I know in Pennsylvania you can. Yeah, no, you it, you go to the police and they determine whether or not to file charges. If, if there the was DA? a violation for the state of Ohio, um, whenever it's a criminal case, it's the state of Ohio, County of Mahoning versus the defendant. So um, the DA. District attorney, prosecutor, prosecutor. Yeah, Um, you can absolutely. You could call your police department and ask if you could file a theft report, a report of theft, uh, and and they may or may not choose to prosecute depending on how egregious it was and what the amount involved is. But it sounds like to me that you had a guy that do you have a contract? Yes, I have the contract. He never how much did the work? How much did you pay him? Three thousand. How long ago did you sign the contract? This was last summer, and, and I've been waiting. Uh, what for? Almost a year now. That's a substantial yeah, amount you of money. Go, I, yeah. I would think. I would think the police, if you press them on it, would get involved. That's a lot of money. Right. Yeah, because uh, I went there and they told me to go to the small claims court. Well, which I did. again, they're trying to. They're they're trying to get out of doing something yeah and, for sure oh, I, but if yeah, you, I understand that but if you press them on it you know and and it be. sounds like if you could show intent that, 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 that if there was intent to defraud you you may be entitled not only to your 3000 but to treble damages you may be entitled to two or three times that amount if you could prove that he was trying to perpetrate a fraud on you and it sounds like you may have a decent case Right, because it's been a year, and uh, he never responded to any of my telephone The problem calls. is getting service on him. It, it sounds like that you had originally you had good service on the small claims, but you have to determine whether or not he was served pursuant to the Ohio civil rules. In, in, in certain lawsuits and things like that, you have to have personal service, meaning they have to sign acknowledging they received a copy of the lawsuit. Okay, so, okay they, he re- refused to do any of that. All right. Well, then, because the the uh, court sent him that uh, letter. All right. If he uh, ref- if he refused to sign, James, then it sounds like to me that you really don't have a good judgment against him. So you may need somebody to step in for you because uh, this guy's made it difficult for you. You may find someone that could help you out and maybe take it on sign up on a contingency or something, or you you front the cost and you know that there are some go see legal aid. Go see Ohio Legal Aid or, or Mahoney County Legal Aid and see if they'll help you. Okay, Legal Aid. Correct. Okay, so I can find their number in the phone book. You give the guy $3,000 and you and he don't call you back, right? Yes. And, and he took his stuff, right? Yes, he did. Well, is he, even in, is he in business anymore? 
well, you know. Yeah, that's a yes or no. Not, uh, is he in business anymore? Yes or no? Uh, I assume he still is. You assume, but you don't know. Is he a legitimate roofer? Uh, or what, did he not? How did you? How how did you find him? Did he knock on your door? No, I found him in one of these uh, uh, advertisements. Does he have a place of business and address that you go to? Yes, I do. Locally, oh. is he still there? Uh, I don't know. I I call, but I never get a phone back. Right. So so he could be a heroin addict. I I don't. You know, who spent all your money for all you know? Yeah. Hmm. I, I I mean, you know. When it comes time to get a roofer, yeah. Listen, I, I don't know why you don't. Uh, what you know? There's Boken Son. There's Groover. There's a million reputable companies out there that you should call. Yeah. All right. You know, and, and those and those are the ones you should call that are located here that are not you know fly by nights and get the job done. If I were in your shoes, I would I would contact the attorney general's office and um, and and have this categorized as sort of a fraud situation that's what i would do okay okay yes thank you here's okay. jim, here's uh, jim for the lawyers go ahead uh yes this is a legal question i had got some x-rays from a doctor i want to get my x-rays i want to take them with me they said they don't belong to me i paid for them indirectly with my hospitalization are they mine or he said, I only paid for service. I didn't pay for the x-rays. Baloney. I paid for them. I think, no, yeah, I, think. I think you have a right to it, and at least to get a copy, at least to get a copy of the x-rays. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I want the x-ray because I want to take them to another doctor and sure. read. Sure, sure. He, he owns those x-rays. Absolutely. So. I think so. I think I own them, don't I? Yeah, you paid for them. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, you could have them. They gave them to me if they want them back in 30 days. Well, well, well. Uh, how about how about a copy of them? Well, or, I don't know how you or, copy or, an X-ray, the, though. I think so. I think you can. I think the doctor can get a copy or copy yeah, I them. I, I, he read them, but he never gave me a reply or, or a response to what was in the X-rays. How about contacting the medical society in the county? Okay, I think All they're right. your property. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think. That's just my personal property. Well, well, why do you, why do you want a second opinion? You weren't happy with his. Pardon? Why do you want a second opinion? Because uh, I didn't like the way he uh, he uh, did his work. Okay, that's cool. Okay, good idea. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe they're worried about a malpractice claim, and that's why they don't want to. Get Mary, it you're on with the attorneys. Go ahead. Hello. Yes. Hello, hello, Mary. Oh, yes, I have a question. I have. Um, someone renting my home, a home that I don't live in, and their lease is up and I don't want to renew it, what type of steps do I need to take to have them move out? You need to go to the county courthouse where the property is located. You need to file a three-day notice. You need to post it on the door and let them know that he is being you, that you you're no longer or send him a le- I mean before you do all that just tell him it's not your intention to renew the lease and that he has 30 days to get out i mean the, that that's what you would do first if he doesn't then you start the eviction proceeding but i mean what are the reasons have you has he paid rent have you had issues have you been able to communicate with him how long has he been your tenant um he had a one year lease 
and um, there were some criminal activity that occurred on the on the place. Some serious issues that um, I just didn't want. Was he was he arrested? No. Um, is, is he current in his rent? Yes. Okay. At the end of the lease term, you have a right not to renew the lease. So you just let him know that you're not renewing the lease. I don't even think you have to give him any reasons. The lease, the lease terms up. So you wish to go in another direction and then indicate if he, if he doesn't leave, if you have to start eviction proceedings, then he's going to be liable for the costs. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you for your call. All right. Uh, thank you, Moses. Uh, you're welcome. I wish, uh, appreciate you coming and, uh, being on a show. Be careful on your drive back to Pennsylvania. I will. Thank you. I think you took a horse-drawn carriage. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) Thank you.